once again. Here we go. This is Gone Mental episode 264 here on Real Punk Radio. to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, only on Real Punk Radio. And um, I'm sure you all have listened before and know what we're about. We usually do a psychobilly, rockabilly kind of thing with all that sort of greatness, but... um, Not tonight, brother. (laughs) Nope. We got a guest host again, and um, not not to play favorites and make others feel lesser of a guest, but this is my favorite fucking guest host. He's the only one I can actually get to do a show for a while. This is Mike. Hello. I've I've mentioned him before. He did the gun arm show. You've heard him before in his other spots, so. Realpunkradio.com Yeah, so that was, uh, I'm from Wisconsin, and uh, that was a great oi band from Madison called Brass Tacks. Uh, with Wisconsin Hooligans off their Just the Facts record from uh, around 2004. So, um, up next, we're going to go with some uh, European rock and roll. This was a band I was in for a while called Hookadict Vomit. All right.
Mikey, tell them what we heard. Ah, some great rock and roll. The for uh, that last one was the Villains, their local band, um, defunct by far, 2001 or so. STD. The singer for that band is also the singer for Big Fucking Skull. If you have ever heard of that band, I've played them on here. Yeah, they're. They're a local staple of the punk rock community that's been around forever. and Probably my favorite Minnesota punk band. They're definitely a great band. Um, <laughs> just very, the concept. Just very campy, itself. too. You know, all their wacky songs about skulls that do shit, I guess. Uh, before that was uh, Peter Pan Speed Rock, which is some more European and uh, rock and roll. I think they're German. I don't know. With Always Drunk... Always loud, always right. It's uh, one of my drunken mottos when I'm drunk. I'm loud. Uh, 2003-ish. And, uh, yeah, before that was the Hookadict, which I was lucky enough to be in the American version of that band, and we toured all over the States and played with millions of bands, and, yeah. That was that was always a fun fucking band. I don't even think I knew you back then. A little bit. I mean, I was doing shows for you guys. Or maybe I didn't realize that you were in that band. I don't know. I was always fucking just lit as shit, and I it was always entertaining. Yeah, big, uh, big six foot five Swiss German guy yelling at you that he's gonna vomit in your bathroom by the end of the night because he's so drunk is very entertaining. <laughs> my luxurious body was one of my favorite uh, things Christoph would always brag about his big belly, his luxurious body. You so anyway. There's just not a lot of shows like that in the Twin Cities these days. It's either we're getting old or they're really... The scene's in a little dip or something. Um, yeah, it seems to go in cycles. I mean, I'm sure by the time it comes back, I'll be too fucking decrepit to go out. But I'm on the same page as, uh, yeah, that going to the bar and playing shows and everybody's... 21 and 23 and I'm 43 and I have nothing in common with them really, you know. It's like, uh, what, what are you going to do though? Just keep on rocking. Yep. So uh, next up, we're going to go back to the uh, 80s and 90s from my high schoolish time. This is a great punk band from, I believe they're from Chicago, but I'm not 100% sure. Western, maybe? I'm, if they could even California, I don't fucking know. We got the digits with Christmas fish.
welcome to the 80s and 90s. Uh, so, so we lost some of Europe during that set. They don't know what's up. <laughs> Fuck Europe. No, I like Europe. Europe's full of good peeps. Yeah, so uh, what we just heard was uh, Scratch Acid off their The Greatest Gift album, Flying Houses. Uh, that album is awesome from 1990-ish. And before that was uh, Boss Hog with Texas. I was going through my set list and uh, I was looking for some Boss Hog to play and Texas and that song came on and I'm like, well, that's pretty eerie and ominous and kind of like Texas right now. <laughs> so we got that. Some flying houses and it's a little soon, Mike. Yeah, it's too soon. Don't be making fun. I don't care, Texas. It's pretty They're fun to make fun here. of dead people, though, right? How many people died? I, I want to say like Three? 30. Oh. Well, they were probably the dumb ones. <laughs> so no disrespect intended, but it was Texas. Well, they're dead. I don't. They don't care if we disrespect them or not. They're they're dead, dude. But I've, the rest I've of been Texans, told you don't mess with Texas, though. It's yeah, I heard on that. all of their bell buckles. Well, if they're so tough, what do they need? You know, why are they afraid some hurricane? Why didn't they just all stand outside and blow against it like? That's, if they're, if they're that, the tough that's Texans. Probably what happened to the dead ones. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, one before that was Bugatti Type 35 with Stimulate. Uh, 90s. More 90s of that noisy type stuff that I used to listen to back in the day. Are you trapped in the 90s, Mike? No, I just... Uh, not even close. I don't listen to any of this shit anymore. Honestly, it's a little depressing. Um, I'm more into happier music now. You know, like ABBA. Especially ABBA. I I have uh, been known to play Fernando over and over and over and over. Again. Are we going to be closing the episode with that? Yes. I mean, I thought I thought you knew that, Dan. Well. <laughs> I've heard that we can only play it three times within an hour. So within an hour. We're going to play it three times right before nine, and then, or eight, and then three times right after. Right. Into Jake's show. Cause he, so, you know, yeah, so. He's well, a big ass. Jake always does like three Meteors tracks. So we can yeah. step on his time, and instead of the Meteors, we can play three ABBA tracks. I believe we should just call the Meteors up and tell them to start covering ABBA songs, and they'd be way more popular. I don't have their number. Damn. Well, I should look it up on my phone here. This might take a second. I have <laughs> so many contacts. Um, but yeah, is there so, still somebody from Mankato listening? Um, no, we lost them. Oh, Mankato. You know what that means in the native tongue around here? Mankato? Yeah. You know what that means? Uh, well, I, I've known enough Mankatoans to know what kind of people live in Mankato, but I don't know, like, that. are you talking about the root word? Well, I think it's like a, a Native American indigenous word, right? I have enough trouble with the English language, Mike. Oh. We all know that. 
Yeah, I, I was honestly asking a question. I wasn't. I don't. Oh. I don't know what it means. I, either do I. Um. <laughs> okay. We can look it up. We're gonna look up Mankato and Minnetonka. I think Kim was saying that because we were watching Dances with Wolves the other day. Yeah. And. Uh, I think a buffalo is a Tatanka. Yeah, I remember that. So I, I actually, I thought about that today because, um, you know, Dottie, you met Dottie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the little Boston Terrier for the listeners. Um, she's still, like, I mean, she's like eight months old. She makes a fucking disgusting mess in her kennel. Like, shit's everywhere. And she gets excited when we get home and, like, hops around. And we're like, oh, yeah, you're dancing. Like, yeah, her... This is probably offensive, but I, I said that she was dancing with turds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I apologize to anybody. You're horrible. Whose culture I just horribly insulted. I, it's, it's not intense. I don't mean to be insulting. I just I'm not as funny as I think I am. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. That's why I think Minnetonka is a small buffalo. Anyway, to get back to... Uh, do you think the the native word mini means actually the same thing as the English word mini? I don't know. Maybe it means mouse. Like, like female mouse. Like a mouse buffalo? Yeah. Female mouse buffalo. <laughs> I think we need more whiskey, Dan. Alright, well, I'm going to have to open up this bottle then, because the old bottle that we started with is gone. Damn. Are well, we still bullshitting and killing time? Yeah, how about a shameless, more music? shameless promotion here? I am playing a show in September. No, is it September? It's October. October. October 22nd. With punk rock legends, the Dead Boys, or Dead Boys, or... There's actually only two originals, so it's like... I guess they're still plural, so they're dead boys. Yeah. The dead boys and some people who aren't quite as dead. Yeah. But yeah, Trim Reaper Boys, Bad Idea, Trip Rock. That will be a really killer show. So why is there no Trim Reaper on the playlist tonight? Because we have never recorded. We've been a band for uh, seven, eight years... And we've never recorded. Um, we play the same ten songs for probably the last, you know, ten years or so, seven years, eight years. Um, but the thing about that band is we have all been playing around the cities, and we have a good—I uh, don't know. How do we know you're a band if you don't have a Facebook page with a, we got a video Facebook page. and Facebook. a Bandcamp page with at least six albums on there? If you're not on the iTunes store, you're not even a real band. That's true. I will 100% be behind <laughs> We are not really a real band. We're just, uh, we're kind of very offensive. So we get to play with all the offensive bands that come well, to your town. Like dwarves. Punk rock. So yeah. Oh, that's how that works. We we are the only band in the world that has offended the most offensive bands in the world so much that they won't even play with us anymore. The murder oh, junkies. I, I, I think I, yeah, I heard that that wasn't that you were offensive, it's just that it sounds like 
they can't take a fucking joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, part of being offensive is not being able to take a joke, you know. Um, when, when you tell Merle to fuck off, fuck you, Merle, and the coattails he rode in here on... They didn't think that was that funny. I mean, his his brother would shove a fucking soda bottle up his ass on stage. At the show, yeah. And, and then try to borrow our drum throne. Like, and yeah, and then so. he's offended by Yeah. That. Just joking, you know. Just Fuck totally it. off the cuff type. Just messing with the guy, just joking. They're supposed to be a offensive band and Oh yeah. <laughs> Rob's like I hate you, Merle. You unfriended me on Facebook. Or something like that. It was a total joke. We were joking along, and, and they what? took it serious. What? What? And they what won't come of, back to the cities anymore. What kind of adult is that offended by that kind of shit? Uh, I don't know. Fucking pussy ones who pretend like they're supposed to be the most offensive band in the world when they can't even take some shit like that. They're a bunch of pussies. Well, it's true. That, I mean, somebody calling themselves fucking punk and being pissed off by that is pretty offensive to me. Hey, we were talking about that the other night, just that show, and it's like, what would a Gigi Allen have done? He would have ran up on stage and punched Rob. And Rob would be like, thank you, all right, that's how, you know, you know. Or he no, they shit just, on you. Know, shit and threw some feces at us or something like that, but no. What there did they probably would have been they no just, malice in it. Exactly. It would have just been a response. Part of the shtick. Right. You know, but no, they uh, they got offended and won't ever come up here again and blah, 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 Minneapolis sucks and blah, blah, blah. It's like, take a joke, dude, you old beer dyed. This is big red dyed beer. So, so did you give your show details? My show? Yeah, I did. I'm done with my show. Okay, um... I was going to give it to Mankato with a quiz, so... Oh, shit. This next one is, uh... We talked for ten minutes straight, so an awesome man. Go. What's what's playing? Okay, we'll talk later.
Yeah, who likes barbecue? Who likes King Kong and barbecue show? Yep. I do. That was uh, Mark Stone or barbecue. And that was called Agitated. Um, I love one man bands. And that guy can freaking sing. I love the way he sings. Before that was Mean Jeans with Party Animal. Off there, you are serious record from 2009. For that was The Dwarves. If you don't like The Dwarves, you're dumb. Great friends of ours. We play with them every time they come to town and just party it up. Oh, my God. That one's called Salt Lake City off of Dwarves Must Die. And honestly, that has become my favorite Dwarves record. I own them all. Dwarves records go from the whole garage shit to stuff you heard to like I don't know the Dwarves are very. I have to admit I I never started listening to the Dwarves until last year. I had always heard great things about them. I'd seen them mentioned like a billion times, uh, but I I had uh, just my my iPod on a shuffle and I have a compilation that had a Dwarves track on it. And um, I was just like, this is fucking amazing. And then um, Greg, who does real punk ra- uh, uh, rock and roll manifesto on Wednesday nights. Great show. I- I've always uh, heard him mention the dwarves. So I'm just like, well, where should I start? I fucking should have started like 20 years ago. But Yeah, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to the dwarves. Um, I listened to their first couple of records, which are really lo-fi, and they have... Uh, they were very garagey back in the day and they had the Farfisa and all this shit. To- total opposite of what they are nowadays. And uh, But still, this this that uh, Dwarves Must Die album is a staple. I, I have to admit, as much as I've been a very vocal hater of pop punk, I, their poppy stuff is fucking fun as shit to listen to. Yeah. I don't know what... I, maybe it's the fact that they're so fucking foul. Yeah. Uh, but they're... It's... It's all a joke, too. It's fun as shit to, like, just be driving down the road, singing along to this fucking just completely vile shit. Uh, it is so fucking catchy. It's so fucking fun. And it's just fucking... It, it fucking rocks. In this day and age, everybody tries to be extremely PC, and it's... Refreshing to just not be that way sometimes. To, to sing you a know, song about they don't, being in love with a 13-year-old who you murdered her parents. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I know of any racist-type dwarf songs, but they have plenty of ones about... Fucking teenagers. Fucking teenagers are just fucking... It's mostly about fucking, basically. Fucking and drugs. Yeah. Lots of drugs. Lots of fucking. Yeah. Lots of hating on Salt Lake City. <laughs> Um, I was in Salt Lake City once. I've never been in Utah, bad. but it wasn't bad. I, I, I just I have a picture of Utah, but like the, the two worst places in the country I've ever been is uh, Grand Junction, Colorado, and Abilene, Texas. And I, I have to say, out of all the places on this planet I've been, Abilene, Texas is the worst. Hmm. Uh, and I just imagine Utah is is Abilene still there? Are you are are you fucking with dead people right now again? No, Abilene's like northwester. Oh. It's it's a fucking. I think it used to be an oil town, and then it was just a fucking shit town that went to shit because they had no money. God damn it! Um, I have to say, Grand Junction. As much as I hate that town, um, I there was a bar that had quarter pitcher nights. 
And oh, you go to small town Wisconsin, you can find some dollar pitchers type shit. Well, a quarter pitcher is better than dollar pitcher. I spent ten bucks that night, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I um, you tip or what? No tip. <laughs> <laughs> Just ten bucks. When you put a quarter down for a pitcher, you're not tipping. You, you spent ten bucks, but. You actually tip five bucks per pitcher, probably. No, no. <laughs> I just drank pitchers all fucking night. And I, the, the dude, because I was in Grand Junction for work, and the dude who was my ride, like, we were at the same hotel. I fucking threw up all over his fucking car. He never talked to me again after that. Work was really awkward for the because I was in Grand Junction for a month. You threw, I mean, you couldn't hit the window up or... No, I was... My head was out the window, but it, like... It was it was only on the outside. I just streaked the outside, but for some reason, he was super pissed. I was like, dude, I'll take me to a car wash. I'll wash it by hand. I'm sorry your Kia got puke on it, buddy. No, it was like a 1970 Pacer or something. It was fucking Even shitty worse. and old anyway. Whatever, yeah. Fucking butthurt about a little puke on the side of his car. <sighs> Dan, you're so offensive. <laughs> you know yeah so probably. hey you got a show to promote oh yeah promote that thing. um fuck uh shit what day was that um got the dummy so the 20th um oh next Wednesday X is playing at first half did you know that oh that's cool do you listen to X sure <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to that one either. I don't, I, honestly, I only listen to X when they play it on realpunkradio.com. Do they play X on realpunkradio.com? I, I think so. I don't Shut know. Up. I assume. Uh, but uh, when, not next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, uh, September 20th at the Uptown VFW, uh, Legendary Shack Shakers are playing. Great venue. I, I like that. I haven't, I think it was like, not last December, but the one before. I think the Super Sucker Show, uh, December of 2015, maybe. Or maybe it was 2016. I don't know. Super Sucker Show was the first time I, I went to uh, the Uptown VFW. And um, it's a fucking, it's a really nice venue. Yeah, it's huge, too. And then they can make it a little smaller and a little smaller if they have to. Sounds but, usually um, good there. Sounds awesome. Booking guys, awesome. It's a VFW. You got fucking vets all around protecting you, so you know shit ain't gonna hit the fan. If it does, you got some bunch of vets to take care of it, you know. And I've, I've played so many shows there over the years that I really love, and think really highly of the Uptown VFW and what they've done for the local music scene. Um, before they redid that, they used to have punk shows in their basement, you know, and just. They've yeah, I've never been to scene, the basement. So. Shows. Yeah. I think I saw some craft fair in the basement back yeah. then. Uh, but before before they re- renovated, it was I was just there when it was like a tiny, tiny little bar upstairs. And now they got like what three bars? Yeah, it's huge upstairs. Yeah, and the well, show got, well, see, it's got that one bar that's full of all the uptown hipsters that you don't actually want to hang out. Oh, the and then you go room. back to the karaoke bar that's full of fucking old vets and grizzled singing karaoke. And then they right. got a venue. And so it's like three bars in one little place. Yeah. Food. Yeah, the, you know. the, the, the uptown douche section of the bar, I've only gone... I've, um, I think I got I bought a beer from in there when it's too busy in the other room, otherwise... 
Yeah, I got a beer there when I, the doors haven't opened yet, and then yeah. I go through to take a pass. Yeah. So if you're here, come to Uptown, the VFW. Yeah. It's a great menu. On the 20th. Um, it's it's $14 in advance and $16 at the door. If you go to mentalrockandroll.com slash events, there's a link there to buy tickets. Uh, Your watch is dinging. Yeah. Yeah, I get an email. <laughs> Fancy pants. I'm, I'm, I'm on call right now. Oh. Call for what? Can for I call work. It? Is this like a Craigslist thing I can no, call? No, for work. I'm on like, hey, call the time. I'm fucking... I'll trade you 15 gallons of gas for anal sex. Did you just say needle sex? Needle. Oh. I don't need needle sex. I don't know what needle sex is, so I was going to ask I know what anal sex is. All right, let's go on with our show before we lose any more more users on here. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening tonight. Hello, Switzerland. Confidami. You're listening to Real Punk Radio. Hey, and if you're in Switzerland, make sure you go see Hookadict. Because I know they're playing around. They got back together in Switzerland and they're doing their Hookadict thing. Uh, go down to the gas park and... And, uh... Shit. What the fucking town is the gas park in? The what? Oh, Winter Tour. That is my hometown. Winter Tour. Switzerland. Your hometown? I thought you are from Actually, Wisconsin. I'm, I'm from... Yeah, Wisconsin. I'm Wisconsin hooligan. So. <laughs> anyway, you're getting me out of here without playing some Spitz, brother. Okay. So, this is one off their... I think it's their newest album. Maybe it's not. Spitz number five is the album. It's called Tomorrow's Children.
going to be done with the show and, and thanks for listening uh, to fucking Real Punk Radio. I love the Real Punk Radio like broadcast and all that stuff and you know, Gone Mental is awesome. Um, let me see what we're listening to. That last one is the Ape Men. I think they're from Croatia or somewhere. The Ape Men? They're from the Netherlands. Okay, they're from the other Netherlands. The Whip. The Whip. And, and if you're Stewie Griffin, you pronounce it. Okay. And before that was Great Knuckle Dragger. Knuckle Dragger is a Wisconsin band. Been around forever. Scrub and Tug was the name of that one. Um, Red Satyrs, they were a local band around in uh, probably 2002 or so. Defunct for a long time. That one is called Bourbon. There you go, Dan. That's it. That's it. And then we listened to the spits before that. So, well, um, well, Danny, do you have anything? 
else you want to say at the end of this, your first guest hosting show in this location? Or are you just... Your house is awesome. Your new setup's awesome. This is great. I, I do like my new house. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Sorry we're going long, Jake. You said we could. Yeah, he doesn't seem to care. I, I feel really bad about it every fucking week when I do it. Every fucking week. Um, but he hasn't complained to my supervisor yet. No. He's never left feces in my locker. Nice. At the Real Punk Radio Gym. Uh, <laughs> um, real quick, we're going to play uh, something to close. But first off, I want to say, as I always do, if you like the music we play on this show, please go out and support the artists. Rock and roll doesn't happen by accident. It does not happen for free. It costs fucking money for the artists to create this shit. Whether it's buying gear to play it, buying gas to get to the show, the beer to play the show. Honestly, it's fucking expensive. Bands have to fucking play to get on stage sometimes. I don't, yeah, and I don't, I don't play a lot of music anymore. It's just too expensive to play music. So if you really love music. Not to mention like the cost of recording. All that stuff. And putting it on CDs, vinyl, shipping it out. If you love Justin Bieber, ignore us. But if you actually like real fucking music, spend your goddamn money. We're not making anything. All of us have real jobs just like you. Plus, we spend all the money that we pay for, or that we make at those jobs to pay for our equipment, to pay for all this shit that, you know, just to make 25 bucks to come out and entertain you the whole night. Which generally doesn't even cover the bar. No. So buy our stuff. Buy our music. Buy our shirts. Pay a dollar for a sticker. A dollar's too much. You should be when, paying when you, me to advertise. When you go Fuck to you. a show... Buy a sticker. When you go to a show, spend more money at the fucking merch booth than you do at the bar. And while you're at the well, bar... I don't know. Buy the band a drink. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I honestly... I, I rarely have, but it's... I always have a designated driver, so because it's easy for me to spend 40, 50 bucks on the bar tab. Well, and usually when I go to a show, I already have everything that the band is selling anyway. Yeah, but buy for the band on tour. When they're, when they're on tour, dude, that money goes directly into their pocket. So At least fucking buy something for the merch booth and buy something for the fucking band because a lot of venues don't just band give bands... Unlimited fucking drinks. Yep. They get like one drink. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but we don't get shit anymore. We used to get unlimited drinks. Now we get like... Well, I know when I first started booking the Rockabilly Nights, it was like a one drink ticket or two drink tickets per band member. And then it was like one drink ticket per band member. And... That's why I love venues like the Triple Rock and uh, VFW big thing of beer in the back we're all taken care of so support the venues also that support live music what do you want to hear some BFS Dan oh well, apparently a listener just drew this big fucking skull for Mike <laughs> well how about some big fucking skull for the um, listeners I'm going to completely as I often do disrespect Zorch Radio's time slot I'm going to do a whole set of big fucking skull I wanted to do a variety of different albums, but um, this is all off of Skull's Rule Okay, because... It's your call, brother. Because it's a fucking good album. <laughs> and, uh, well, they're all good albums, but this is just, just what I picked. 
so uh, here's a full fucking set of Skulls Rule Okay by Big Fucking Skull and then stick around for Zorch Radio. Next week we're back to uh, the psychobilly, rockabilly bullshit that I always play. So, cheers. And uh, let's make sure that Mike comes back more often. Hell yeah.
said we were done, but I was, I'm a fucking liar. You love your big fucking skull. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jake, from Zorch Radio. I mean, you let, was awesome. you let Gone Mental step on your fucking time every goddamn week, and you haven't been pissed about it. Well, you haven't been vocally pissed about it. I don't know if you just, like, throw darts at a picture of me or something, but you, you, you take the disrespect in stride. Good job, buddy. I'd also like to thank Brent. Where the hell's Brent? He's out by Reno somewhere. Reno? Brent Reno. An isolated desert compound. Is that his nickname now? Brent Reno? Well, no, his, on, on the chat, he's King Bubba Truck. Oh, yeah, Bubba Truck. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. See, I don't chat. I don't do stuff. But we're friends on Facebook, and I, I get to see his, you know, life. His isolated desert compound. Yeah, and I'm glad he saved all those fires. Uh, so fires. Thanks to Brent for being such a por- uh, supporter of Real Punk Radio and all the stuff that we do. And Fuck yeah. I hope your friends aren't too offended. And if they or are, maybe they are them. too Fuck offended. We, maybe we hope a little yeah. bit that they're offended because that's punk, right? Yeah. Not like Merle. Do you hear that? Yeah, it's like a like a bell ringing. Yeah, I, I don't know it's if like that comes through on the stream or if it's just in the headphones, but I don't know what it is. And I'm not really inclined to uh, find out tonight. Screw it. Or any night, really. Uh, we're going to do uh, Mandatory Mojo just because we like to. And then for real, we're fucking done. So see you guys next week. GoneMental.com. Oh, no, we're not GoneMental.com. We're not. I don't know. I don't know what that is. No, no, you didn't say .com. I said .com. I was just I'm telling okay, myself. Ready? Godmental. All right. <laughs> I guess we're done. Done it. Your mama and some other whore floating down the river on a shit house door. Gonna tie my pecker to my leg, to my leg. Gonna tie my pecker to my leg. Thank you.